Hey ladies, welcome to the Happy Body Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke. Are you struggling with changes in your body? Maybe you've just hit your 30s or 40s and you've gained weight, but no matter how much you hit the gym or eat kale, the scale will not budge. Well, hey, I have a solution for you. I'm a hypno coach and I help women just like you every single day change the way their brains think to get results in the body that actually stick. Let's dive in. Welcome to the class where we are going over how to build a body that you love with hypnosis so you can ditch diets and those crazy intense workouts that you hate. My goal in this training is to show you exactly how to use Happy Body Blueprint, which is the method that I created to get back into shape after COVID and a lot of stress had wreaked havoc on my body in 2020 and in 2021. So this training is for women who just wanna feel like themselves in their body again. And I might challenge everything that you've ever known about health, but we're gonna lean into this together. You are going to learn all about how your behavior and your habits work today. This training is for you if you've experienced new levels of stress in the last two years and it's impacting your body and your health. Or maybe you've been gaining and losing the same 10, 15, 20 pounds for as long as you can remember. You've been stuck on that diet cycle. Or maybe you've been doing all the healthy things like restricting calories and dieting and boot camp workout classes but you just feel like your body isn't responding anymore. All right, who here loves Adele? I love Adele, I grew up listening to her. I pretty much was convinced she used to write all of her songs about me, right? Go ahead and pop in the chat what your favorite Adele song is. Adele has been through an amazing health journey in the last few years and she's been very vocal about it. Let's pretend for a second that Adele has a competition. She announces this competition and she says, hey, If you want to win a private lunch with me and a chance to ask me anything, this goes to the first woman who can look herself in the mirror and say, damn girl, you are gorgeous and really mean it. So there are two ways to approach this competition. You can approach it like cereal dieter Sarah. Sarah is constantly tracking calories, depriving herself of food. She turns to food for stress release or comfort when she's bored. And she's got this all or nothing thinking. This guilt from one bad food choice can ruin her healthy choices for a week. Who's experienced that before? Also, Sarah views exercise as a chore or a way to earn her cheat calories. It's not something that she likes to do. And she's not very nice to herself when she looks in the mirror. Sarah has been stuck on the yo-yo diet cycle for life. Then there's Betty, balanced Betty. Betty eats with the art of self-care. She's tuned into her body and she separates her emotional needs from hunger. So she has tools in her toolkit to work with her emotional needs. And she doesn't use food as a way to work with those emotional needs. And Betty craves movement because how good it makes her feel in her body. And because she's tuned into her body, she really feels that. So she craves movement. And Betty knows that even on a rough day, it's important for her to talk kindly to herself 
herself when she looks in the mirror. She prioritizes sleep. She prioritizes lowering stress to create a happy environment for her body. And instead of focusing on this big transformation in order to win this competition to meet Adele, she focuses on small daily habits and consistency over time. And because of it, Betty has tons of energy. She feels great in her clothes and she loves her life. She's got a fun, balanced life. So every single day you have a choice to wake up and you can approach your day like Sarah or like Betty. And I know that it feels easy to approach your life like Sarah because that's the way you've been taught, but it's not your fault. And we're going to talk all about the conditioning and the family patterns that go into creating our behavior today. So we're really going to uncover where some of this stuff comes from. Betty is the route to sustainable health. And it might feel unfamiliar, but that is how we're going to create long-term healthy life. Who do you want to approach your life with moving forward? Do you want to be the Bettys or do you want to be the Sarahs of the world? I'm here to help all the cereal dieter Sarahs out there to become Bettys, okay? So you can hop off that hamster wheel, hop off that diet cycle, and actually live a balanced and holistically healthy life. All right, so speaking of health, when COVID lockdown happened in 2020, I decided I'd just pour myself a glass of wine and wait until gyms reopen to get back on the health wagon. Does that sound familiar to anybody else? So here's what happened in California. Gyms stayed closed for 11 months and that all or nothing thinking ended up wreaking havoc on my body because not only was I living a sedentary lifestyle, but the anxiety and the stress that came from COVID coupled with other stress in my life caused my body to gain nearly 30 pounds. And when it was all said and done, and when the world reopened, what did I do? I went with the old approach. I tried to crush it in these crazy intense workout classes. And I was cutting all these things out of my diet and nothing seemed to work. It seemed like my body was actually resisting all of that. Like it was just getting worse and worse and worse. The harder I worked out, the more I restricted. And I refused to believe all of the people that said to me, well, Brooke, that's just 35. I refused to believe that. I knew there had to be another way. And I knew that something else was going on. And that's when I tapped into hypnosis. And that is when Happy Body Blueprint was born. So Happy Body Blueprint is the solution that I created to get back to feeling like myself and my body again and to lose all of that extra COVID weight that I had gained. So this allowed me to ditch the Sarah approach for good because you guys, I was Sarah. I was Sarah. I was approaching my health the same way Sarah was. I had been on and off these different diets my entire life, and I was approaching this part of my life with that same restriction and not listening to my body with exercises. And that I wanted to create a fit body in a way that was sustainable long term because here I was in my 30s, and I didn't want to just lose all this weight and end up back on the diet cycle in a couple of years. So if you want to ditch the Sarah approach too, here's how. Let's talk about how to get off this yo-yo diet cycle for life. So mistake number one is relying on willpower to improve your health. Did you know that only 10% of your mind is conscious? Willpower is in your conscious mind. That means that willpower is only effective 10% of the time. So if you decide to cut back on sugar, 10% of the time when you're out and the dessert tray comes around, you're going to be like, no, I'm good. 
But if you've had a hard day, if you were overwhelmed, if work has been difficult or something with family, kids, partner, whatever it is, you are going to default to the 90% of your mind that is subconscious. All right. So that means that 90% of your behavior, including your food and exercise choices are governed by your subconscious habits, most of which were learned in childhood. Now, I'm just going to say really quickly, everything we're going to talk about today and looking at things that we learned when we were little, this is not about placing blame on family or mom and dad. These are all just familial patterns that have been passed down for years and years and years. And then you've got the food industry spending $80 billion a year to try to make sure that you stay stuck in this cycle. This isn't about guilt and shame or placing blame, but What is really important is that we start to understand where our behavior originates so that we can turn on that light switch and start creating change at the root cause. So let me give you an example here. As a kid, for many of us, sugary treats are offered as a response to emotional needs or as a reward, or a lot of times sugar, or even just eating lots of food is paired with family time, like holidays, right? And so we develop this association with sugar and food, comfort foods as these are comfort, right? This brings me emotional comfort. So for example, you skin your knee, it makes you cry. Mom says, it's okay, honey, don't cry. You are so brave. Here, have a cookie. All right. Has that ever happened to you? Or maybe at school, something happens at school and the teacher says, you're doing such a good job here. Have a treat. So what happens is that we develop this subconscious association with comfort foods, sugary foods, processed foods. These foods equal the love of mom, connection, calmness. So we end up turning to these foods when we need something emotionally. So Our goal here is to learn how to do our own emotional housekeeping, to get really tuned with our bodies so that we know when our body is telling us we have an emotional need. And we, what we can do is rewire that connection so that it doesn't mean you're never going to have sugar again. It means that we remove the emotional connection to sugar so that you can look at these foods and make a conscious choice that's not rooted in this subconscious association. So when you go deeper and you change that subconscious relationship to food and sugar, you create massive shift in behavior without needing to rely on willpower. Awesome. All right. Let's talk about mistake number two. Oh, I know this one. I did it in 2020. Taking an all or nothing approach to food and exercise. If you're focused on perfection, you are guaranteed to fall off the wagon because guess what? Life happens, all right? And it will feel hard to get back on. Let's take, for example, restriction. So with with most diets, they take this perfectionism restriction approach, and that is all part of this all-or-nothing mindset. And here's the deal. Restriction always swings the other way. Your body needs fuel. So if you are starving your body, it's always going to go the other way. That is not sustainable. That is what is going to keep you stuck in the diet cycle. So you have to find balance. And here's how we find balance. We focus on a schedule because goals need actions and actions need a schedule. So for example, If you, if we made a goal to eat healthy 60 to 80% of the week, 
That's 13 to 17 meals a week out of 21. What if we made a schedule that said Monday through Friday, I'm going to eat pretty healthy, pretty clean. That's 15 meals. That's 88% of the time I'm eating healthy. And then you can have flexibility on Saturday and Sunday, or you can work this schedule however you want. But the point is that you're working in flexibility so that we don't have this all or nothing thinking like I need to be perfect all of the time. So here's another way to do it. You could simply commit to a healthy breakfast every day. That's seven meals taken care of. Let's say you have smoothie every morning for breakfast. You love your protein smoothie. It's a really awesome way to balance your blood sugar every day. And that leaves only six to up 10 other meals a week to actually think about. And then it gives you some leeway to get rid of the guilt and shame when you're making food choices that might have a little bit more flexibility. Because here's the deal. Here's what we're all or nothing thinking gets us. Sarah, the cereal dieter, she might say, fuck it and have a slice of cake. Okay. Excuse my French, but that's, that's essentially what we say, right? And Sarah decides to wait until next week or next month or January one. She's like, I'm just going to wait till January one to start my healthy routine again. Betty, on the other hand, who's balanced and she doesn't have all or nothing thinking, Betty might say fuck it and have the slice of cake, but Betty chooses to start again the very next morning. She has a healthy breakfast. She gets right back on her schedule. So when we focus on the daily schedule instead of perfection, we avoid burnout and we create massive change over time. And when we ditch the all or nothing thinking, we create this balanced lifestyle that is flexible and sustainable for life. All right, let's move on to mistake number three. Mistake number three is underestimating the role that stress plays on the body's physical fitness. This is huge. I see this with so many of my students. Your emotional state is directly related to your body's metabolic health. So this is all of us right now. We've got global awareness coupled with complete overwhelm and overstimulation. And all of these things cause us to constantly be in a state of fight or flight. Our bodies and our nervous systems think that we're running from a tiger. So our stress response is on and then two things happen. We turn to unhealthy coping mechanisms like the wine during COVID or maybe that's when you turn to sugar, you turn to food to feel calmness. At the same time, your body's got this chronic stress response. So your body is pumping cortisol and adrenaline. And our metabolism does not work optimally if it perceives that we are in a threat. So this is the secret sauce. We really have to look at this because you could be doing all of the things. You could be eating really healthy. You could be exercising, but no matter how well you eat or how often you exercise, there's an altered physiology from stress that causes blood sugar spikes. And ultimately your body perceives it's in a threat. So it starts holding on to stored energy because your body doesn't know when it's going to eat again. So your body's like, I'm going to hang on to this. That is one way that could be perpetuating this discomfort in your body. When you're feeling really good and you're calm, your blood sugar is nice and balanced. This supports blood sugar balance, which means you're not going to have as many cravings, right? And you're going to feel really good. But if you are stressed, 
Your blood sugar looks like this roller coaster. When we're in this fight or flight, our blood sugar looks like this roller coaster. And so our body thinks that we are running from a tiger and it puts all systems on hold and it hangs on to stored energy in the form of fat. Here's what else happens. When you are in a state of chronic stress and your body's pumping cortisol and adrenaline, this is gonna impact how your body responds to exercise. What a lot of people don't realize is that exercise, while it's amazing for you, it's also a form of controlled stress. So when you go for a run or you go to a workout class, you're actually putting your body momentarily in a fight, state of fight or flight. That's actually a good thing. We need stress to create change. However, when you couple prolonged stress with really intense exercise, it actually can cause your body to become hormonally imbalanced. And that's because your body needs cortisol. And if it's running low on cortisol because it's been pumping lots of cortisol because of fight or flight, it starts turning to progesterone and other areas of the body and it steals that to create cortisol. And that causes this imbalance. And ultimately, that can also cause more weight gain. Now, here's the good news. This means that if you're doing these crazy intense workout classes and you hate them and they're not feeling good in your body, it might actually be your body telling you to dial it back, okay? More gentle movement. So what happens is, is that we're all stuck in fight or flight. The light switch is stuck in fight or flight. It's on. And rest and digest is our parasympathetic system. And one can't be on at the same time as the other. So when you have fight or flight on, your rest and digest isn't happening. So we wanna turn off the light switch and go into calm more often. This is actually the definition of resilience because we're not trying to never feel stress again. We are all gonna feel stress at some point in our lives and that's okay, all right? Stress is a natural way for our body to move out of homeostasis to create change, but we need to build resilience. Resilience is the ability to transition from fight or flight into rest and to digest more quickly and easily. We gotta get into a state of calm. And here's what's awesome. Hypnosis actually activates that parasympathetic. So that's that rest and digest, which lowers stress. And hypnosis has actually been linked to lowering cortisol levels. So the amazing thing about the body, and I want to give you guys some hope here to think about, and this is what's awesome, is that the body is really highly intelligent. So when you put the body in rest mode, it knows exactly what it needs to do to rebalance hormone levels and metabolic health. So this is the secret sauce of happy body blueprint. We want to create a happy body. When you prioritize lowering stress, the body will feel safe enough to release stored fat and it'll begin to naturally and safely let go of excess weight. So I want to teach you exactly how to create sustainable health. And you're going to use these four things, uncover, rewire, reconnect, and maintain. I want to go through each of these with you. First of all, we have to uncover the subconscious blocks to health. So as long as we remain unconscious about what drives our behavior, we remain stuck in the diet cycle. So we have this area of our mind called the critical filter. It's on the left side of our brain and we need this. It's part of our survival, it's great, but it actually impacts our perception 
and our behavior. The critical filter's job is to take all of the billions of sensory input that you're getting at any given moment and it needs to filter and sift through it. You can't possibly take in all of that information at once or else your brain would be completely overloaded. You wouldn't be able to do anything. Your critical filter takes all of this sensory input and it filters it out and it says, okay, this is important, I'll take this. This is important, I'll take this. So it creates this filtering system based on your belief systems. Right now, for example, there could be sound at your house elsewhere. You could be smelling, you could be tasting a coffee. There's all these different sensory things that are coming into your brain, but your brain is filtering them out so that you can listen to the sound of my voice, okay? It's a highly intelligent system, but what happens is this critical mind is filtering your perception and behavior based on belief systems and habits and things that were put in place when you were a child. So we've got the 10% conscious and the 90% subconscious, right? That critical filter, it's like the bouncer. It decides what gets to come in and it filters our experience based on those beliefs and habits, identities, your subconscious relationship to food, so that emotional connection to food, your subconscious relationship to exercise, your stress response, your inner self-talk, all of these things are defining and telling your critical filter how to filter through your perception. So as a child, nobody in your family modeled regular activity, you don't have a very strong positive association with exercise, right? Or maybe for me, I was an athlete and I had a really strong positive association with exercise, but because of it, and I played sports in college, I had a lot of coaches that really preached mental toughness, push past the pain. So I learned to ignore my body's signals and work really, really hard on my body. So there's different relationships that everybody has, but these create a filter for your perception and your behavior. So where does hypnosis come into all of this? Well, first let's talk about what hypnosis is. Hypnosis is actually just alpha theta brainwave state. It is a very natural state that we all go into daily. And it happens multiple times throughout the day. Every single morning when you wake up, you come out of delta, which is that deep sleep, and you move through theta and then alpha. You know, as you're waking up in the morning, it's like you're awake, but that critical mind's not up yet. That's hypnosis. Same as you're falling, right as you're falling asleep at night, when you're in that twilight, you're calming down, the, the brain is calming down. That happens 30 minutes before sleep. Also, when you are in a meditation, that's alpha theta brainwave state. Also, javasana at the end of a yoga class, that's also hypnosis. Or if you've ever been entranced in a really good book or a movie, they call it entranced for a reason. You're actually in a trance. You are conscious and you're awake, but you're really focused on the movie or the book. It feels like you're part of the movie. That is also hypnosis. I know a lot of people think hypnosis is mind control and all of these other things, but really hypnosis is a natural state. Why is this important? It's important because when we go into hypnosis, the critical area of the mind, that filter, actually relaxes and it gives us access to the subconscious mind. When we go into hypnosis, it creates this door past the filter and we get down into the subconscious and we change our subconscious relationship to sugar, to food, to exercise, to stress, right? Awesome. So when we practice hypnosis, 
we utilize the power of the whole mind to create change instead of just that 10%. How good does that sound? All right, so Becca was drinking a Dr. Pepper every single day. And when she first came to Happy Body Blueprint, she said, Ugh, exercise is such a chore. I just, I don't like it. I hate it. I just don't like it. And now Becca says, if you had told her in January that she'd actually enjoy going to the gym, she wouldn't have believed you. And now she just doesn't crave sugar anymore. So Becca had huge success with Happy Body Blueprint. This is Courtney. She actually shared this in our Facebook group about how mind blown she is about what she's learned to understand about her behaviors. And this is the cool thing. This is not just about food. It's about your, your behaviors in life. And this is a holistic approach, right? We look at all of these factors and how they come into play with our decisions and how we approach our lives. So, all right, now let's get to rewire. Now we rewire beliefs and habits around healthy choices. When we change the way we relate to food and exercise and stress, we can put health on autopilot. I love that Catherine says it's like a freaking shortcut. That's exactly what it's like. Hypnosis is a freaking shortcut. Uh-huh. All right. So here we rewire our relationship to stress, exercise, nutrition, processed sugar, and sleep. So first let's, I'm going to use two examples, stress, and I'm going to talk about sugar, right? So first of all, stress, we talked earlier about that resiliency. The more you practice rest and digest and more calm in your life, it's just like doing bicep curls at the gym, the stronger it gets. And there are ways to practice and teach the body how to calm down quickly. And I love this term, non-sleep deep rest. It was actually coined by a neuroscientist at Stanford named Andrew Huberman. And he talks about meditation, hypnosis, and yoga nidra. All three of these things are forms of non-sleep deep rest. In Happy Body Blueprint, we really focus on hypnosis and meditation because meditation is very similar. All right, so now I want to talk about sugar because this is a big one. So number one thing you have to do when we're rewiring our relationship to sugar and exercise is to tune in. Tune in with the body because the body is telling you exactly what it needs and when it receives the nutrients that it needs, it will feel satisfaction. We have this belief system that sugar gives us satisfaction, but it's just a belief. It's just cultural conditioning and marketing from the food industry. $80 billion a year is spent to make sure that you believe sugar gives you satisfaction. But the truth is, sugar actually creates a lot of really negative feelings in the body. And when you tune in with your inner compass, which, which actually is something we use hypnosis to do, when you tune in with this inner compass, you notice there's certain foods that actually make you feel really jittery. And then there's nutrient-dense foods, whole foods, plants, and lean proteins, and, and nuts, these foods actually make your body feel really satisfied. So a nourished body is a happy body. And when you're nourishing your body, nourishing that feeling of, oh, I'm hungry with foods that are nutrient dense, your body feels lighter, healthier, more energetic. You got glowing skin. You'll even notice that refined sugars start to taste really too sweet. And you regain control over what you eat because you can see the food for what it is. You see sugar for what it is. And then we start to move you into a place of craving nutrient dense foods. So for example, right now you're looking at this cake and right now you, you have this association with the cake and it has been reinforced for years and years and years about how much this cake gives you emotionally and physically. 
But the truth is when you start to rewire, you get to this place where you see cake and you see jitters. All right. Now, by the way, I'm going to tell you right now, I apologize in advance because I might ruin sugar for you. Now, how good does that sound to feel like sugar is just ruined for you? Because we want to get to a place of we're not running away from the sugar, but we're also not controlled by the sugar. We're neutral. So you can make a conscious choice. So you get to this place where you look at sugar and you see jitters, you see fogginess, you see the roller coaster, right? That blood sugar. You see that you're just going to be hungry again in 30 minutes. When we tune in with our bodies and move towards what feels nourishing, we begin to naturally acquire a taste for healthier food and movement. All right, so Kaylin was a new mom when she started Happy Body Blueprint. She was talking about how she really was obsessing over the scale and it was giving her so much stress. And now she is so much kinder to herself, more in tune with her body, and learning more about the subconscious mind and her behaviors has her to make full sustainable adjustments because let's face it when you got a newborn or multiple children whatever it is you got to make these adjustments small and sustainable so they actually fit in your life or else they won't last this is caressa she talked about how the hypnosis meditation that she's in but it's the guided hypnosis she does every single night before bed and her sleep scores have been in high 80s or 90s which was huge for her All right, let's talk about reconnecting with your worth. All right. I love sharing this and this aspect of um, Happy Body Blueprint. So how you feel about you impacts every relationship that you have. It impacts your relationship to food, your relationship to exercise, movement, alcohol, stress. If you don't feel that you are worthy of your own self-care and your own self-love, you're going to abuse your body with the food that you put in it or with the movement, all right? And so we have to reconnect with your worthiness, with your inner self-love, so that every choice you make about food and exercise becomes an act of self-love. So every day you can say to yourself, did I choose food today with the art of self-care? And the beauty of this is that you get so tuned in with you and your body that you get to decide. Maybe self-love for you that day means resting and not exercising. Only you get to decide, all right? So that we're pulling, we're no longer following somebody else's diet plan or workout plan, all right? It doesn't mean that we don't exercise and eat well. We do, but we do so with balance and we tune in. So for example, cereal dieter Sarah, she's got this inner critic. Now, let me just say really quickly, I know you're probably already thinking, oh my gosh, I have an inner critic. We all start with an inner critic, all right? It's called negativity bias, and it's part of our survival mechanism, and it's here to help us survive. However, it really impacts our mental health and our ability to be healthy, because when you've got this inner critic that's talking really negative to you, it causes guilt and shame, and guilt and shame around food choices actually just lead to more choices that are harmful to your health. Inner critic also causes low motivation. Serial dieter Sarah, who's got this inner critic, she doesn't believe she's worthy of self-care and she struggles with anxious feelings and that causes increased stress hormones in her body, which tells her body to hold on to weight, right? Meanwhile, Balanced Betty has her inner coach and she's got increased motivation, increased self-love, improved mental health. Healthy choices become easy because You believe you're worthy, and then you end up living this more fulfilled life based on desires. This is creating that happy life and that healthy life from the inside out. So your inner dialogue impacts how 
your brain perceives your body when you look in the mirror, that's actually where body dysmorphia comes from. So we talked about that critical filter. Part of that inner self-talk is telling the critical filter what to perceive, all right? So you have to change that inner self-talk. And that inner dialogue also impacts your behavior. For example, with inner self-talk, you have a thought And our brain learns in images. So you have this thought and that creates an image in the brain. And that image evokes an emotion. And the emotion causes you to either take inaction or not. So here's what this looks like. You've got this thought that's, you look horrible. Why can't you do better? How many of us have had that thought when we looked in the mirror? I know that I've had that thought before, right? And so it creates this image in the brain that evokes a negative emotion, and that's going to cause you to sit on the couch and not take action. And it's also going to cause you to look in the mirror and see a body that's not lovable, that's not ready where it is. And this is important because if you're exercising and working out and eating nicely, but you're talking to yourself poorly, you're still going to see a body that's not where it needs to be. But if you can look in the mirror and say to yourself, I love you, you are doing great, or I'm so grateful to this body for giving birth to all of my children and all of these amazing things that it allows me to do, that evokes a positive emotion and that's gonna cause you to take action. When you change the way you talk to yourself, you change your body image and your behavior. So when we improve our inner dialogue, we increase confidence and motivation so that healthy choices become a rewarding act of self-love instead of a chore. All right, this is Caitlin. She's also a new mom, and I love that she shared this with me, that Happy Body Blueprint has helped her chisel away toxic thoughts. For years, she thought her value and worth depended on how she looked. How many of us have felt that way? So... And after an isolating pandemic and thinking that you know we go through this stress and our bodies change and we start putting our worth on the size of our body and it's a toxic mindset and it keeps you stuck. So we start there and Caitlin talks about how this program really helped her chisel away those thoughts. Christina, I love this. She shared that she knew it, but she never acknowledged it, that she's a badass. And now she's speaking up about different things that she would have normally been silent about. And it's like an emotional weight loss happening in addition to the physical. That's that holistic approach here. Lastly, now we've got maintain. We got to make it a lifestyle. All right. So you can change your life by changing something you do daily. The secret to success is found in your daily routine. This is part of shifting that all or nothing thinking. So habits are part of that subconscious mind, right? 90% of everything you do every day, you get up and you've got like a set of habits that you go through every single day. That's part of that subconscious mind. So in this section, we really focus on shifting those habits, using the habit loop to build and break habits. So what the habit loop is, is that you pick a trigger or cue in your life, something that's happening to you, and you stack a new habit with it, something that you do every single day already. So every day you wake up, maybe as soon as you wake up, you put your shoes on and you walk outside and you go for a walk. That's your meditation, right? So that's your routine. And then you offer yourself a little reward, a little a little prize, an internal prize that tells your brain this loop is worth remembering. And so something as simple as patting yourself on the shoulder and saying, good job, Jen, good job, Mary Jo, that can actually create a little dopamine hit in your brain so that we're rewiring the brain to adopt this new habit. And so you start stacking those habits. And what we learn and maintain is that people think success looks like this. They think it's just a straight line up. 
But the truth is, success actually looks like three steps up, one step back, three more steps up, two steps back. But what we have to recognize is that we are always moving up. And every time you hit a plateau or you go backwards, it's okay because you're farther ahead than where you started. And the the reason I show this is because this is one of the most important messages that I teach my students, and it is shorten the fuckets. <laughs> Learn how to shorten the fuckets. We all say fuck it and have a slice of cake, right? Remember we talked about Sarah and Betty, but when you can learn to shorten the fuckets, get that turnaround quicker. So, okay, I, I went off track for one meal. The next meal, I'm back on track again, or I missed a few days of exercise. But what happens is you get really good at restarting again, and with that positive self-talk as well, you get right back on track. Because life happens, the more you celebrate the restart and the quick turnaround, the better you get at health long-term, because your life is gonna shift. And what I wanna do is give you the tools to recalibrate every time life shifts at different seasons in your life for you. And you get to decide what works for you. So Caitlin just shared here that she was feeling really good in her body and moving around with ease with her baby, being able to redirect craving thoughts or urges to overeat. Now, and I just wanna throw out there, I never teach restriction. What I teach is when you are hungry, your body is asking for nutrients, And so we feed the body with nutrient-dense foods to feel that satisfaction. And then we decide, okay, now I can ask myself, do I really want the sugar or whatever it was that I was craving? And she talked about how substituting cleaner snacks really helped her feel that full feeling without the guilt. And Courtney talks about how this has been her busy season in life, so she's been extremely stressed and overwhelmed. But this course gave her some peace and taught her how to give herself grace. That's essentially what all of this is about. It's about grace with our decisions so that we can continue to feel motivated moving forward. So if you take away one thing from this entire presentation, I want you to know that you can feel like yourself again in your body, no matter what your age is or what your body has been through. The big question is, do you want to be cereal dieter Sarah, counting calories and at the mercy of the diet industry, or are you ready to step into Balance Betty and feel that energy, feel comfortable again, feel tuned into what your body needs so you can have energy and build a lifestyle that works for you instead of against you? If you are ready to build a body you love by getting to the root of your health with one-on-one hypno coaching, schedule a free 30-minute consultation call at the link below, and you and I can talk about how to get results in your body that will actually stick. Or take a small, simple step and just join the Happy Body community. So if you click the link below, you'll get immediate access to my private members only podcast, which includes mind training episodes and the hypnosis starter pack with guided sessions designed to help you lose weight, lower stress and get healthy for life in just a few minutes a day. And all of this is accessible right from your favorite podcast player. How cool is that? So just click that link below and I'll see you inside the membership.